And welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and Connor. Dave Stevens, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Provenanzi. Another Zoomcast, guys, on this lovely uh, Sunday evening after the Vikings and Packers played. Uh, not so good for the Vikings. Uh, better outcome for the Packers. Um, but, uh, yeah, guys, uh it's been a nice weekend. I don't know if you, you guys had a lot of rain where you guys were at. I know we got some rain up here, but um, yeah. Yeah, we got a little bit down here. Um, yeah. It's uh, it started a little bit more later on in the in the evening. Uh, it got dark real fast, though. Yeah. yeah. It was very, 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 very weird, but uh, we were indoors most of the night. Yeah. Um, you guys... Uh, keep talking because I'm going to go get my dog who I thought was going to be okay to now. And now he's decided to walk around. So he's going to go upstairs. So you guys just continue doing your thing. Talk a little bit. I'll be back in like a minute. All right. All right. Sounds good. uh, All right. almost feel like teasing the beers, but uh, I guess we better wait for Tony. Tony Yeah, we should. Cause I actually have a new beer on uh, this one too, but while he goes get Draco, I'll just uh, sip a little bit of it right here. All right, um, so we can just get warmed up on the beer. Tease the beer, tease the games. We've talking about the games. We got a few other things to touch on today. I think that Tony mentioned when we get back, and then uh, yeah, it's going to be a full show. I don't know. I don't know uh, how into some of those games I'll be wanting to. Die. You know, I don't know if I'd want to take the deepest dive, but we will give it a shot, and we'll try and cover everything we can. Maybe get through the uh, earlier week game a little quicker than we normally would. For but. sure, yeah. Because I mean, let's be honest; uh, these games uh, haven't exactly worked out well for us, and so we hope we will not be taking a super huge dive into them. Uh, I know that uh, we will be talking a couple about a couple of instances in those games uh, for sure. Um, that'll, that'll, that'll be and, the best oh, part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Tony's back. I'm back. There you go. Yeah, that's right. I'm back. I kicked the dog out of my out of my basement. Yeah. Interesting. Two, some... two, pod, two podcasts in a row where we've yeah. had uh, Draco issues. Dumb. He wanted he wanted to go eat bunny poops again, jackass. Uh, so, guys, back to the uh, weekend talk. I got to tell you, uh, me and my oldest daughter, Lauren, headed down to uh, the convention center uh, yesterday and went to Twin City Con. Do you guys know what that is? Sort of. Yeah. Um, is Is that... Is it like Comic-Con? It is the then? Twin City version of Comic-Con. That's okay. what it is. And so I this is the first year of it. I know they wanted to do it last year. Of course, it got canceled last year. And this year, uh, they did have a vaccination or negative test requirement. Uh, and, of course, masks were mandatory throughout the whole thing because it's City of Minneapolis public area. So Right. So my daughter and I went down there. Um, and let me tell you, it was not what I thought it would be. And uh, I knew kind of it was going to be bad right away because they shoved us way down in the basement of the convention center in the lower level uh, event center, which is not the nice one. Uh, I don't so, know if I've ever been, been in the you, basement. It's, and it's, I, it's not. I have, a, yeah, it's not. It's definitely no prize for no, sure. It's not. So it's like you're walking into uh it's like you're walking into Dr. Evil's underground lair, basically. Yeah, it's, it's not. It wasn't good. And so we walk in there, and of course, they had a bunch of vendors set up and whatever. Uh, but the vendors were not the greatest. I mean, there were some good ones, but there were also some just, why are you even here type of deal. Uh, you know it's going to be kind of crappy when there's a CBD vendor there. I mean. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. 
really. Wow. Uh, the only thing I will say, though, is uh, the Red Power Ranger, the actor who played the Red Power Ranger, for those old enough to remember the original Power <clears throat> Rangers, he was there. Nice. Uh, and if anybody watches the uh, show on Amazon, The Boys, uh, the actor who plays Homelander was there. So uh, they were there doing autographs. Um, not a lot of people there. I know that uh, John Berriman was there, too. I'm a big fan of his. He played yeah. uh, Malcolm Merlin on Arrow. Yep. John Berriman was there. John Berriman actually was the guy who had the most people around his booth. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and when he, I say uh, he's got quite a following. And when I say most people, it's probably like 15 to 10 to 15 at a time. It wasn't that crowded and it was and, not crowded in there at all, really. Well, um, and I was going to say, what percentage of people were wearing costumes? Because isn't that a big thing? <clears> yeah. Like Comic-Con cosplay. Cosplay day was a big thing for Comic-Cons. And uh, there were, I'd say about probably, I'd say maybe like almost 50% of the people were wearing costumes of some sort. Oh, wow. Um, I felt underdressed because I was not wearing a costume. Um, I was wearing my They Live movie mask. So people were like commenting on that. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so there were some stormtroopers there. So they were in full costume. Cool. Um, there was a lot of jokers, a lot of uh, poison ivies. Uh, stuff like that um but we walked around for probably an hour and we left because it was like this is kind of i hopefully they they're better next year i could tell some of the actors were kind of like oh this is all we got what's going on here i mean the homelander guy he was looking around like anybody come up for autographs i mean i'm homelander from amazon series the boys i don't you know whatever uh the major thing I did get, though, guys, is I was walking by a booth and it was uh, this Mind Wave Comics. It's a independent comic um, and they're for kids. But this comic, uh, th- this creator created a comic and Dave saw it last night. It's called Major Loon. Oh, look at that. So I had to pick it up for five bucks. Um, and uh, it's actually pretty neat. Uh, it's from Minnesota. So he's a Minnesota loon, he's major loon. And I was talking to the, I think the head of the comics, uh, Mindwave Comics was there. I was talking to him and saying, hey, why don't you guys do like a thing with with the, with the United? I mean, he's like, yeah, I was telling the, the guy who wrote this to do something with him. He never did. I said, well, I do a lunacy podcast. He's like, oh, dude, if you want him to come on the podcast, just give me a call. Here's my card. So I'm thinking at some point we'll get this guy who does uh, Major Loon on the podcast to talk about his comic. So, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, I think we lost Connor again. Oh, maybe we did. Yeah. I yeah. just thought he was kind of smiling and really getting into your uh, yeah. we might, we, there, but no. Less, Connor got really excited about Major Loon. He's just really <laughs> into it. There he was speechless while. about Major Loon. It is, uh, it is tough for, you know, you can't, but that cover is pretty, the artwork is very unique and I love the loon itself. It's, it's yeah. really, uh, it's fitting, yeah. especially yeah. for, I think, I, I think guys, I think he could kick PK's ass. Don't you oh, think? Oh, for sure. I mean, PK's Definitely. got, PK's oh. got nothing on major loon. Let me tell you no. nothing, nothing, uh, created by Jeffrey Cotton. Uh, so yeah. And uh, so we might get uh, Jeffrey or one of the other illustrators on the podcast at some point. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be nice. Um, One thing I want to mention before we talk about beers, guys, is I was, I told you guys before the podcast started, I was um, on Twitter and the actor who plays Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso had retweeted a uh, portrait that was made by a, an artist. I think she's in Canada. Uh, She, her name is Samantha Woj. That's W O J. 
and she makes art with sports balls and other items. So what she does is like for Jamie Tart's character, she took a soccer ball, dipped it in black paint, and then made a portrait of him using uh, the soccer ball and the black paint. So then I followed her on Twitter and I noticed she'd been doing this for a long time. Um, she only has about 182 followers right now. So if you guys look her up, give her a follow, um, check out her art. Uh, she's doing some fantastic things uh, with artwork um, and not just sports ball. She does pineapple, she's pineapples. She does all kinds of stuff. So uh, check her out uh, if you're on Twitter and uh, give her a, give her a follow and give her some likes for the stuff she's doing. Cause it's pretty amazing stuff. So. Anywho, guys, uh, I think we're drinking. Yes, even though I've had a lot this weekend already, I will have one or two more. Um, anybody have new breweries this week? I do. Oh, Connor's got a new brewery. So we'll, we'll, yeah. go, we'll get, hit Connor up last then. All right. Uh, I'll start because I have a brewery we've been to before. It's Lupulin Brewing out in uh, Big Lake. And it is their Key Lime Hypezig. Yes, it is a uh, ghost ale with key lime, vanilla, coriander, and sea salt. Uh, and it's, uh, you taste, it, it, it's very ghost tasting. Uh, and there's a little key lime to it as well. It is a very, very sweet beer. It sounds like it. Very sweet beer. Uh, I think it comes in at um, only 5% alcohol. The IBUs are five, so there's no hoppiness to this bad boy. Um, so I decided to pick it up. I think it's one of their one-offs. So not a bad beer if you see it. A little expensive, 15 bucks for a four-pack. So. so, yeah, shout out to our guys up at Lupulin, doing some great beers up there. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking today? I am going with a, a delicious beer. I was actually the same that I was drinking last night. So I already kind of previewed it last night at your barbecue, which was fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up going with a beer from Fair State Brewery, a brewery that we have, of course, been to multiple times and also recorded from. Um, it, it's, it's two things for me, basically. As far, I'm glad that uh, Connor has a new brewery for us. But for me, it's a couple of things. One, it's getting harder and harder to get to new breweries or try new breweries um, mainly because we've now we've tried and sampled so many different beers. We've been to so many different breweries. You just kind of get these favorites in your mind. So it's hard to get away from them. And plus for me, I think just getting back and having a plethora of beer to choose from now that I haven't been able to enjoy for a couple of months. I'm, I just, I, something catches my eye and I usually go with it. So in this case, it was fair state. I don't think I've had this one prior to last night. It's their hazy IPA called uh, party forward. And I'm pretty sure it's available all the time. So there is a chance it's, yeah, it's definitely available year round. So there is a chance that I've had it and just forgot about it because I've, I've tried quite a few beers from fair state that I like, but this one is a hazy IPA, like I said. And I, the first thing that sticks out to me is just the smoothness. Um, Cause it comes in at 6%. So it's not exactly a light beer or light drinker and it's an IPA, but um, I'd say just smooth. It's not overly hoppy, but um, the hazy IPA, it comes, probably mostly due to the fact that it's brewed with wheat oats and then you know uh citra hops and that i think that helps give it the kind of citrusy flavor but yeah just really really smooth very much an easy drinker even though it's a little stronger than your average uh kind of crusher but love it um yeah so uh 
Connor is going to turn his video off because he's still having some glitching issues. Uh, yeah, I don't know was, what's going on. Yeah, there. he was looking like right at us for a while. I was like, "Are you are you okay?" No, no yeah. Okay. Now it's done a couple of times. That now uh, where it's frozen and you guys have just kind of frozen in place, like an old oil painting or something. And yeah, uh, weird. Um, yeah, it's super weird. But I've turned off my video video now because usually that uh, helps with my signal. There you so. Go. Um, <laughs> Connor, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking um, a new brewery out of Rochester, Minnesota called the Thesis Beer Project. Um, it's uh, a beer that uh, my buddy Josh. Uh-oh. Lost him again. Video might not help. Darn it. And I'm curious yeah. about this, too, because he uh, he's lucky in his, his work. He travels quite a bit around the state and always gets to find these new breweries or having friends visit do that. So darn it, you know, I want to hear about this because I think I have been to a brewery in Rochester, but not for many, many years. And I don't think this was the one, but you guys no, got I, me back. Yeah. You're back now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's doing, it's, it keeps doing it. I don't, uh, geez. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's hurry up this one here. Um, <laughs> this one is called the rookie card. It's a mid- Midwest IPA with Cascade Simcoe and Mosaic hops. And uh, it's a perfect IPA because uh, I love the more hoppy style uh, dry IPA. Uh, so it's right up my alley. Uh, so if you're ever down in Thesis, uh, down in Rochester, look up the Thesis Beer Project. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, a super cool one. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Josh was down there uh, about a couple months ago or so. Jeez. We keep losing him. Keep losing Connor right in the middle of his what's going on with this stuff all and, right uh, well maybe we might we'll, have to, i guess we just move on well we might have to have connor just like log back in uh with his phone or something yeah i don't know he's uh it keeps dropping them technical yeah. difficulties but at least we're able to do this anyways one way or another yeah, we'll get exactly through right it. yeah so uh connor if you can hear us uh we're gonna move on to uh to the game uh which was last wednesday well yeah last wednesday uh, against DC United. Now, Dave, we went into this game off of a, a couple victories in a row, right? So we yeah. were thinking yeah. we were looking pretty good. Uh, went out to DC, and what did we? What happened, Dave? When we went out to DC, what's the first thing that you noticed uh, when when you when you saw our lineup? Yeah, I, I, I guess the first thing I noticed was that uh, it wasn't a lineup that we would, we've we ever seen before. I don't recall. And if we have, no. I apologize. But it's certainly not one that we've seen very – if we've seen it, it's been – I can count on one finger, I think, how many times I've, I've seen it from Heath, Adrian Heath. But, uh, no, it was the lineup before the gaming even started. Um the lineup was something we aren't familiar with. It, I don't know. What do you want to call it, Tony? You'd either call it a five-three-two or a five-four-one. I'd, um, I'd call it a, a five, a five-two-three, probably. I mean, five. It's it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, yeah. they they were moving around too. I mean, I'm yeah. looking on MLSsoccer.com, and that threw me for a loop too because they they called a five-four-one with Robin Lude up top, which does yeah. make sense, but clearly. We the it, the thing that jumps out is the five the, the five man backfield with Roman near Boxall Coleman starting in the center back as well Debassi and Gasper out left so you know you're thinking oh boy I guess that was the first thing I noticed that lineup whether yep. we want to call it five four one or a five three two or two three 
but that jumped out. And then also the fact that uh, Reyno, Emmanuel Reynoso was not available at all, not even available off the bench for this game. So that no. was kind of, uh, and I'll tell you what, I happened to be out in Las Vegas uh, passing through Vegas. I didn't, I hadn't spent the week there, but I was traveling through basically and had enough time to uh, make a sports bet. And so I was feeling optimistic. I think I got him at like plus 360, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a big dog on the road, which you may, you know, a lot of people would expect him to be dogs. I was a little surprised yep. it was that big of a spread. Yep. But then when the lineup came out and I saw no Ray <laughs> and the five man backfield, I was like, yep. oh no, I should have, I should have maybe went for the draw. Cause well, I think that that's kind of the feeling that I had uh, be- even before the game started now. Yeah. Well, you could tell uh, in this game that Heath was going for the draw. He was going to go into this game and not try to give up any goals uh, because frankly, if you look at our lineup, um, who is going to score up front? I mean, you have Robin Lud up there. You have Fragapane and Finley, but you don't have Renoso sitting there. Uh, you don't have Anu, uh, again, on the bench. Well, he's sitting on the bench again. So you're missing some key components here. So you're not going to score goals in this game. No, not. no, no. And I, I think. I, I just like, I just, I, I hate seeing every time we see the four, three, three or anything outside of, you know, you can obviously tell that Adrian he's wheelhouse is the four, two, three, one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at this, okay, fine. You, you can call it a, a, let's call it, let's just say a five, five, two, three, where you got Robin Lude, Frank Opone and Ethan Finley on as your respective wings with Robin Lude up there um, as your three men front line and mm-hmm. you know then then you have to piece in will trap and jacory hayes will trap has been solved all year but you still that midfield you know that's i think even before the game starts that's your concern is because how is the play going to develop through that midfield and i think as we mm-hmm. go through the highlights or low lights we'll find out that there, it didn't really develop through that at all so no. yeah oh, just oh. he'll never come out and he'll never come out and admit that he's playing for the draw but that's certainly the feeling that you get when you when you look at that and it's interesting, you know, Hanu in a game where maybe, okay, Ray is out. Hanu is still on the bench, you know, Mm -hmm. to start the game, not, not starting um, a DP we've touched on it. So just a little bit surprising, you know, that, and okay, fine. If Reynoso needs some extra rest from the quick, you know, we can tell coming out of um, the Houston match that if he wasn't injured during that game, it looked like he was favoring his hamstring, but if he wasn't injured, he was certainly banged up, fouled a lot as usual. Yep. And so fine. It's, I mean, as important these, as these games are down the stretch, if he, if, if he's not hundred percent, then maybe you have to give him the, the game off, but to see the, the five, two, three or is just yeah. surprising. Yeah. Not a great confidence boost before the match even started. Yep. I think we have Connor back, but he is, he is sideways, which is, you know, Connor, oh, geez. Right. Now, what are you using, Connor? Are you using like your phone or something? I'm using my phone. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you're breaking up a lot. Are you not on? Are you on the Wi-Fi? Or are you on your um, your uh, cellular service? Um, I'm not sure actually. Take your phone off the Wi-Fi. Try that. Uh oh. You still there? Mm-hmm. There he is. Can you guys can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So getting out of the uh, lineups here, guys. We go into this game thinking, well, well, shit. A uh, weird lineup. Not not a good look for us on the road against DC United. D 
DC United needs three points. We need three points. Um, and right off the bat, you could just tell, guys, that this was not going to be a good game um, for us. I, I mean, it was just going to be very, I don't know how you put it, just disjointed. I mean, well, you know. Here's what I'll say to that. They, they, I agree with you 100%, Tony, but they didn't uh, stick to their script here. You know, they found success against uh, both LA Galaxy and Houston in the previous two matches, albeit they're at home. But we all know now the key to success is to come out fast and score mm-hmm. an early goal or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is your recipe for success. So after the first 15 minutes, yeah, it was still, you know, a nil-nil game, but, you know, you, we didn't see that early attacking presence that we saw from, you know, Minnesota in the last two games. So, well, and the know. reason for that is because uh, we didn't go with, I mean, like you say, Dave, uh, we didn't go with the same lineup that we did over the past couple games because uh, one, the thing that uh, Adrian Heath did with the lineup was he went to, with, when we went into the Houston game, we, he went with the same lineup that we went with on against LA Galaxy because he knew it worked and it did work. But for some reason, we decided to change that up a little bit against DC United uh, in an away game that was very, very important. I mean, all games are important at this time of year, but uh, this is an extremely important game. And uh, we decided to switch it up from uh, to something that we weren't quite sure would work. Uh, so it's, uh, it, I mean, it, it was just uh, from that moment, I was like, oh, we're not going to, we're, def- we're definitely not going to play as well as we have in the last couple of games because uh this team doesn't have a lot of uh experience playing with each other as n- at least not as much as the one against houston uh so um i think disjointed is the right word um where it's there's just going to be a lot of miscommunication and a lot of mistakes in midfield yeah it was again you're right disjointed was a good word for it um, let's just get in and get through this game as quickly as we possibly can, guys, because it was it was not something great to watch. Um, right away, guys, in the 20, uh, 21st minute, we had Chase Gasper with a penalty in the box. Uh, we had uh, Kamara come out, hit the penalty kick. Now we're down 1-0. What happens when we go down by a goal, guys, especially on the road? We're not going to win a freaking game. That's just the way it works with us. Unlikely. And the numbers would back you up, Tony, and that's for yeah. sure. And, you know, as far as the penalty, the taking penalty, you know, it was it was just, you know, basically Tyler Miller, I'd say, guessed wrong. It wasn't – it was a, a decent penalty, but it wasn't, you know, expertly taken. Mm-hmm. I don't think – he hit it with decent pace, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't at the post exactly. But, uh, yeah, I guess wrong. Not that will happen a lot. But, um, yeah, just a horrible way to start. So we're down one. But then we, we come back, which is surprising. Uh, we get uh, – uh, Bossy gets one uh, header yeah. in the center of the box. And uh, it's completely against the run of play. Yep. D- DC dominated pretty much the entire first yep. half. So the fact that we got a goal – um off of a off of that free kick was amazing to me i didn't it was just completely unexpected yep and uh yep. So, now, so now look guys oh, oh in the 40th minute we're tied one to one. Oh, great 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 but then in the 45th minute dc scores again mm. um so we're down by a goal again and you can already see the the wheels just kind of Coming off the uh, the the, uh, the the loons bus here, guys. It's just we're not going to win this game, and we're not. There's no way we're not going to allow 
uh, another goal or two to this DC team. And we talked about this in the podcast last time, guys, DC United has the second most goals scored in the league. So obviously they're doing something good and our formation was not stopping them at all. No, no. And and they did the two things. You don't want to go down relatively early. We'll say in the 23rd minute, you don't want to go down on the road if you can help it. You know, even in the defensive shape that Minnesota was throwing out there. And then also, what's the other thing that if you're on the road scrape, you manage to scrape it back to to a draw. You know, what's the one the literally the last thing you'd want to see is is to give up an extremely late goal just before halftime. You know, I it's the ups and downs. I mean, I was feeling negative going into the game, then even more negative after the early deficit. But then, you know, you see. You see DeBossi with his goal and credit Frank Apone, great assist, amazing, amazing ball into him. But then, yeah, it's just a huge letdown. And you can only, I mean, it's hard to stomach two things like that. It's, you know, it's just, you have zero confidence then going into the second half. So, yeah. And then again, it, we hit the second half, guys. We have another penalty in the box. This time DeBossi uh, fouls somebody in the box. Uh, Kamara comes on to take the, uh, penalty kick and gets a uh, save. I think it was a save. Uh, it was a save. Yeah, from Miller. Yep. Uh, it was a it was a poorly taken penalty by yeah. Kamara. It was just uh, I think he tried to overthink it, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, t- Tyler Miller just. Uh, I mean, there's really no other way to describe it. It's uh, it was just a poorly taken penalty, and it was too close to Tyler Miller. It was too slow, and um, Tyler Miller was going to save that all day. So. They have a chance. They can't get a goal on us. So we're still two to one guys. Uh, 60th minutes when uh, Heath uh, unloads the, the bench a little bit. Uh, he brings in a new, he brings in Adi and he brings in Rosales. Uh, so he brought in, um, didn't he bring in a fourth too? Uh, let's see. I think he, I thought he did. Nico, but... Nico came in. Came he brought in, in. Oh, Nico, Nico Hansen. Nico okay. Hansen. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. They got it split up. So then Nico Hansen also came in at the same time. So he brought in four at the same time. Uh, so our formation, I don't even know what the heck we're playing at this point. I think we're still playing this defensive formation, but uh, well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you still had, you still at that point, you still had all, all five defenders back in there, but at least yeah. I think at least he was trying. I mean, obviously at that point, something had to give. I, I think there was major, major issues in the midfield. And again, that's, we, it's probably just the fact that you have, you know, um Hayes out there with trap and, it, and it's just it's not that two-man midfield if that's what we want if that's what we're going to go with it just mm-hmm. wasn't working they had nothing coming out of the midfield at all so even if you have attacking players like Franco Pony and Finlay and Luda top they just weren't getting the service they weren't getting the balls it wasn't the play just was not developing out of the midfield nope. um so at least at this point they're still in the game okay make a change get a Joseph Rosales in there who has definitely flashed in the minutes that he's played uh, for the club so far. So, you know, maybe that was the spark we needed in it. You know, we've seen a D- Addy come in late several times and Hey, you know, a new, another chance to hopefully make an impression for this club. So yep. at least, you know, if you're being yep. an optimistic person at this point, at least they're trying something different because it was not working through the mid up until that point at all. So. Optimistic. Yes, Dave. Uh, we brought in uh, Agadello at the 81st minute for Coleman. So obviously we switched up something there. Uh, but then it was a nail in the coffin happened, guys. 85th minute, uh, they score. Uh, Moreno wow. scores from outside the box, and uh, that's that. 
I mean, they only had four defenders at that point. Minnesota yeah. did. They only had a four-man yeah. back line. So what are you yeah. going to do? You know, yeah, you need at least five. Right. You need at least five <laughs> guys back there in order to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So clearly, let's let's get out of this match, guys. We lose three to one at DC. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter pissed off about the formation, like we are, because I I mean, I'm not a head coach in soccer, guys, but I know it works for this team, and this this formation does not work. Uh, so I don't know why Heath was trying to fuck around with it. I mean, we probably won't see it again. I doubt. I doubt it. Uh, don't put anything past Heath. No. Um, so we concede it. We're out. It's a Wednesday game. We have a game last night, guys. We are in Dallas, uh, for a game and, and going to this game, I'm thinking, well, yeah, we got kind of got our butts kicked in DC. We're going to go to Dallas. Now we're going to take it back. We're going to, we're going to show what kind of team we are. Right guys. I mean, this is, this is the type of game where it's a comeback game, right? I mean, this is. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, the, all the, all the stars were aligned for us. We were coming off a bad loss. So we, mm-hmm. I feel like we were, we wanted to be motivated to come back with a win, uh, especially against Dallas who had recently lost, uh, had their head coach fired as well. Right. So That's they right. were at the, they were at the bottom of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, the, all the, um, Everything was uh, in favor of us. I would say we were the better team. We got we had Reynoso back in the lineup. Yep. Um, we had uh, we had our front four basically, um, mm-hmm. except of course for Anu, we had Finley in there. Yep. Uh, which still I, I would say is a pretty good front fo- front four. Yep. Um, so yeah, everything was looking our way uh, going into that match. I would I would say I was I was optimistic. But well, yeah, because it was it was the you know it was exactly they got back to the lineup that worked so well you know for the two home victories in a row and so right yeah but I mean, Ray Ray's back I mean we touched on it while you're out you know Ray Reynoso was unavailable for the DC match so he's he's back which is a great thing so now you know you're thinking hey we can get back to we can get back to what we you know what Minnesota has been good at you know but, but yeah it's a game where is this game being played guys. Texas, Texas, great state of Texas. What Frisco, Texas? What happens when we travel to Texas? We, well, we don't, don't win. win. We don't win. We don't. Just at least not. Works. The, yeah, Minnesota has never won in Dallas in the in the yep. uh, four years four years in yep. MLS history. So it's one of those. I mean, I think that they want. You know, of course, they won in Houston. You, you they 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 continue to kind of like not and they you know not that it was on the road, but they beat LA Galaxy for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you just feel like if they want to get on a roll, they can keep, you got to eventually win in, in on the road in Dallas. Yep. And why not? This would be your perfect spot to do it. Uh, pick up a huge three points, you know, heading down the stretch. So, so yep. guys, uh, you're right. We're also back in. Everybody's excited about that. Um, we're, we're good to go. This is going to be our game. And it was not. No, not at all. No, and again, wasn't. Again, yeah, again, they did not, even though they had that lineup that we all have grown to love over the last few games prior to the last one, but uh, they had the, the right lineup. What, what they couldn't do, they couldn't start fast. You know, even nope. with that attacking four up there, they couldn't start fast. In fact, all, you know, all if not a majority of the significant possession was held by Dallas, at least early on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dallas, they were able to get some early shots on target, whereas yep. Minnesota just was unable to do so 
um, yep. in the early going. They yep. just couldn't get anything on target. And so it just kind of you had that feeling like the the meaningful possession, the meaningful shots on goal were all being we're all on Dallas's side early in the yep. game. So it doesn't exactly give you a lot of confidence, you know, you know, heading in through the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of this match is because that's not what we knew they needed to start fast on the road and they failed to do so for the you know second game. Mm-hmm. And, and again, guys, uh, you're right. We should, we need to come up fast in these games. We didn't, uh, Dallas held possession a lot, had a lot of good shots on goal. We had a lot of misses. Um, I know in the first half, I'm sure, I think we also hit a post at some point. Yeah. Um, it was just, we couldn't get the ball in the back of the damn net. Yep. And when we, when we can't do that, we're not playing our game. So bad things tend to happen. Right. I mean, it's, it's Oh I mean, yeah. We're just totally. going to be, you know, and it's, it, you know, it is very disappointing uh, when that does happen against a team like Dallas, who uh, I think um, have let in the most goals in uh, uh, the Western conference going into that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, I think they had, had let in 47 goals uh, going into that game. Yep. Uh, now, and um, it's uh, so you would think we'd be able to score a goal against the worst defense in uh, the Western Conference. You'd think. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but uh, it's it's frustrating and it's disappointing to see that we couldn't do that, especially with the front four that we have. Uh, um, might have again, been a little. I, mean, I know it's Dallas, but come on. It's uh, I, again, all the stars are aligned to say, hey. We're going to score. We're going to win. We're going to play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be motivated after Wednesday's loss. And mm-hmm. it's, it just, it wasn't, uh, wasn't to be. Nope. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. keep possession uh, again. And uh, just didn't look like they were all on the same page. I think it was a little bit of a hangover from Wednesday. Uh, I think Wednesday's game really kind of like got them a little bit down. Um just the way they played and in, in, in DC. Um, I didn't see, I don't know. Let me know if I'm wrong guys, but I really didn't see any kind of like real, um, how would I put it? Spark in this game. I didn't see like, if, if you're talking about the hustle, I, I would, I would have to agree. There was absolutely no, uh, hustle, no sense of urgency at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and again, disappointing when it comes to this team, because, you know, they can do it. They just don't for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, the only thing you can really say, I mean, you mentioned Manuel Reynoso's, you know, post post in the second half. That was I mean, that still wasn't on target. And there was few and far yeah. if any before that shots on target right. going yeah. to halftime. I guess the only thing you could say is actually Minnesota is, you know, more or less lucky they aren't trailing at halftime because it, it was Dallas who started out stronger in this game. And it was Dallas who very, very nearly, had, you know, they had a couple of attempts that could have put them up ahead just before halftime. So I guess that's the only thing that's going right into halftime is yeah. that uh, you credit their luck, Minnesota's luck not to be trailing at halftime, but that's about it. There was not a lot to get excited about, except for, I guess you're not excited about the score line, but at least you're, happy they're not losing by a goal or two at that point so well and you know dave uh you know who we think for that luck is uh tyler miller who was probably the only loon who had a good game that night yep uh he saved everything that came his way yep. and he had a lot of shots to save yep. so credit to tyler miller 
Uh, he played very, very well, but he played very well because he had to play well. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's again, just uh, no, no sense of urgency on Minnesota's part to get it out of their own half. Dallas comes forward and Tyler has to make a, maybe a dozen saves or so. Yep. It was uh, again, guys, it was, it was frustrating to watch. Uh, the biggest thing out of the second half though, guys was right at the end of this game. When we talk about this, uh, Ray gets a red card at the end of this yeah. game. And yeah. I know it's going to get overturned. It's going to get, cause there is no way that's a red card. The, the no. That play was, He's going for the ball. Uh, the defender's going for the ball. Ray clips his ankle. Um, it's not a freaking red card. I don't no. know what the hell they were seeing, but it, it's not. And no, it's, it's not. Gonna get, it's going to get overturned because I, there's, yeah. there's no way. There's no way. Well, I, you would hope that Minnesota would appeal this because uh, because I, I, I would think it's fairly obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. You see Reynoso coming in from the wing. Uh, he takes a little bit long of a touch, which is unfortunate, but he has to run after it. Uh, and naturally, so does the defender. Um, and Ray, unfortunately, uh, clips his ankle. Yep. Is it a foul? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even uh, understand if a yellow card was given, but a red card, absolutely not. No, there's no, and- there's no intent. There's no mal um, ma- malice to that. Nope. Uh, it's just it, it's a it's a stupid call, and it's and to be honest. Uh, <laughs> for a night where the VAR team hadn't been on top of their game, they no. chose a really weird, uh, a really weird time to just kind of uh, say, Hey, this is what we want to take a look at here. It was, it was inexcusable uh, what they did. The VAR team didn't take a look at it. And what really pisses me off guys is this was the 89th minute. Uh, we had, what is it? Almost seven minutes of stoppage time uh, yeah. at the end of this game. I mean, that could have come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah. down a man. Well, well I, I think you it I think you could say it did. I mean, because heading the, the really frustrating part about that was, you know, if you're going to talk about the best stretches of that game for Minnesota, it was probably the 10 or 15 or 20 minutes leading up to that red card by yeah. Reynoso. Because that's when that. Minnesota finally, finally mm-hmm. were getting their their shots. And actually at that point, you know, just prior to that red card, I'm thinking, how you know, how have they not scored? You know, basically it was. I mean, shot after shot there. I mean, Lude, I think, had a set piece that was – or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong game, but it was just insane. Like, you're, this was a well – this was – if you like goalkeeping, this was your game because Felipe um, – I don't want to – I don't want to mess up his last name too much, but we'll just – I'll just call him Felipe from FCD. I mean, he was playing out of his mind, and it was that stretch leading into that that he made some tremendous saves. And I would actually – you know, it's a nil-nil game. We've already mentioned that, but – I would I would argue that he had the better game over even Tyler Miller. Whether he had to make the same number of saves, I don't have that in front of me. But just that stretch where I just felt a goal was coming. I mean, I and not just a goal. I thought a Minnesota goal was coming, and then it's that red card that just threw a wrench into that. Now, granted, it was 88th, 89th minute that that happened, but yeah, um, yeah, it was just it was just like a gut punch at that point because you even if there was only three or four extra added, you know, added minutes uh, without say without that red card, I still felt like it wouldn't have surprised me at all. If Minnesota got a late winner, because that's the way it was trending. That's the way it was looking. Mm-hmm. There was just quality chances and it was just tremendous goalkeeping by Dallas as well as Tyler Miller towards the end as well. Again, but 
frustrating. I, the only thing I'll say about the, the red card is um, I've had a lot of time to think about it and I, I agree with you that it shouldn't have been a red card. The only thing I will say is, though, it might be hard to overturn if they do appeal it. And the only reason I say that is it's already been called, you know, and it, for, for them to overturn it, I think wouldn't they have to try and prove like there was a lack of intent and that just is, it's kind of hard to do because it's, a, it's a, such a subjective call, I think, whether yeah. he was flagrant or there was intent. Now I agree the way you described it, Connor, was perfect. Um, he's not, I think that's the last thing he was intending to do is step on his ankle. I think he was going yeah. to try and recover you know, he was dispossessed, had that big touch. So I, I agree. I think it, uh, in my thought, I do not think there was intent. And I don't think, yeah, I, I agree. 100% it should have been a red card. But I will say, I think it's going to be a tough one to overturn. Well, it's, it will, I think it will be. And, and I, I just think that it, it was, it was a bang, bang play. And I, the, I think the ref saw something uh, flagrant in that play that really wasn't there. Uh, you know, yeah. red cards are meant for like plays that could severely injure somebody and, and they're meant to injure somebody, right? Studs right. up on studs up on a guy, things of that nature. This type of play is a foul. Yes, but it's not a red card foul. I mean, yeah, it it's, isn't. it's an honest mistake to be yeah. honest. It's, um, it, it's, it, and it happens so many times throughout uh, the MLS every weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, how many times do you think it happened in all the other games that happened over the over yeah. the MLS? Um, yeah. And how many of the other occurrences do you think got a red card? None. Probably none. Yeah. And, and very, in fact, very definitely none. And and another thing too is Ray gets his uh, ankles and feet taken out from him all the flipping time. Oh yeah. And he gets his foul. The fouls do not come for him. So again. If MLS wants to look at all the freaking times he's been fouled and and go back and say, oh, this is a red, this should have been a red, this should have been a yellow, it's like, come on, this is not a red. So, anyways, guys, uh, we end this game on a nil-nil, uh, which is not not a happy thing for us. Uh, loss in, in, in the D.C. and then going to Dallas and wow. get, a, get a draw. I'll tell you, Cal, Cal and Kendra are certainly trying trying to spin it as a positive. No, it's not a positive. No, and it's, it's not, not a, positive. a positive at all. No. I agree. I agree. It's not. Um, I just because you know it was a game where you know Dallas Dallas early on probably deserved to take the lead, but they didn't, and so you need to take advantage of those situations where Dallas had the clear better chances earlier in this game. And so you're on the road. You need to take advantage of that. You you don't. That, it's almost like a gift. Where, you get into that situation where you're on the road and things aren't going your way, but all of a sudden you're still in the scoreless draw heading into the second half. And they really turned it on. And my, they just, they were, you could tell they were playing, they were playing hard and, you know, really in my opinion, you know, they deserved a goal, obviously. Yeah, and it's, I agree with so that. To not get that, to not get the goal that looked like was for sure coming to get that very questionable red card, uh, to potentially have Ray out for the next match as well. It's just, it's extremely frustrating. So yeah, it, how, how do you look at this outcome as a positive? It's, it's not a positive. And, and, well, and to make matters worse, uh, Dave, uh, do you know which game he's going to miss if it doesn't get overturned? Well, yeah, we should talk about that. He, well, he's going to miss the next game, which is next weekend, Sunday, I believe, against Colorado at home. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Against the hot Colorado side. 
yeah, and, Colorado side. And then uh, we should, we haven't mentioned it yet. We might as well do it now. Um, in addition to Ray potentially missing the game due to the red card, uh, we have several, I think four, but several key players, key starters yeah. that mm-hmm. will miss the game due to international duty call-ups. Yep. Uh, and I'll, we'll rattle them off here. Bach, it's going to be a couple key defenders and Michael Boxel and Roman Metnir. They're both gone for international duty as well as Robin Lude. So if you're missing Robin Lude and Reynoso and two key defenders, I mean, what are yeah. the odds there of having a, a strong performance? Not I mean, they, they haven't shown they can score goals without Reynoso and Lude. They have not shown that. And so to, that's a big ask against Colorado team. You know, even if it's at home, now you're putting all this pressure on yourself on the club, you know, try and come out of that game with a result, you know, with, your key attackers and key defenders both missing. So, wow, it, it's a big ask. I mean, it's hard to even nope. – it's hard to be very optimistic going into that one. It, now, granted, if they do overturn it, uh, Ray's red card, well, that, that would be a step in the right direction, but it's still going to be a tough task against Colorado. Oh, no, I, I think I think that if they overturn it and Ray can start, then you get a new up front up top. You got Fregapane and Finley on the sides like you've had normally. So, really – you're going to lose Robin Lewis, but then you maybe can see a new, maybe he can come out and show you what he can do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's hoping. We and also it, lose Boxall over the weekend as well. Yeah. Um, and then, sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, I was just saying with the, the def, you know, flipping. Yeah. So, okay. I could see it that way, you know, but yeah, your defenders, you know, without, without Metnir or Boxall, those, that's a huge loss, but then, you know, you look for guys like Coleman, Mm-hmm. Allman will step up, hopefully, you know, played a decent game. But, you know, maybe I, I, DJ Taylor was not available uh, for the Dallas game. I don't know if that was just, it might have been very well been, you know, a manager's decision there. He's decision not to have him available, but he has stepped up in the past. So we have seen defenders step up in the past for this club. They've been solid all year, regardless of some key, you know, missing pieces. So you'd hope that would continue, but it really, it, it's just, Without Reynoso and Lod, Lude, your only real goal scorers so far. It's it's just oh. tough, to, tough to envision. It's a it's it's a I hate to say it's a must win, but it almost is because guys, if you look at the standings, uh, you got Vancouver sitting there knocking the door trying to get in the playoffs. A win against Dallas guys would have put us up at forty points, and we'd be in fifth place right now, knocking on the door to get in the fourth place against Portland with Portland. Now we're sitting with 38 points. Portland's got 46. Um, I just, I, at this point, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a slog guys. I mean, I, I just. It's, and that, that's what I was trying to get at. And that's why I don't know how you, you spin, how you can try and spin. Yes. It's a point on the road. Points are tough to come by. We all get that. We've been, you know, we've seen it for years and years, but still when you're in the position you're in because of the, this extremely slow start to the year, I mean, this is the time where you need to be taking these points and it just not winning on the road against a team like Dallas, who is down. I mean, credit Dallas, they played well last night. Um, They really did. They put a great effort, but uh, you know, you got the better club in Minnesota at this point, at least on pay and more on paper. We've seen it, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen what they can do you know, getting off to a fast start and they just didn't. So what all that does now is it puts more pressure, more pressure to get these, these points, these must Tony, I, I, and I agree. I rarely say the, you know, the must win thing, but you know, 
to get points at home at this point, you only have a handful of games left at home. A yep. few of them, you got to get them. And now, now it's really tough, ta- tough task against gotta Colorado. Got to do it guys. Yeah. So disappointing week guys all around. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and then get in some happier stuff. Cause I'm really down now. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about this team anymore. So um, we'll take a quick break, come back with some, uh, some Minnesota soccer history and a couple of uh, funny stories. So we we'll back in just a bit. Cool. And we're back. Uh, before we get into Minnesota history, guys, I did want to mention. Um, I know. I, I don't know. A lot of people probably listen on Apple Podcasts and such. It is weird. I don't know exactly when our um, uh, commercial breaks happen because I'm using Launchpad. I am inserting them at our break time. But what I've noticed though is if you listen to us on Spotify. There is no commercial break. Um, I think Apple, yeah. Pod, Apple Podcasts, I think, inserts the break based on Launchpad stuff. I'm not sure. And if you listen to Launchpad, there is a commercial break. So hmm. depending on when you listen to it, uh, again, I, if it, the commercial break comes up at weird times, that's not that's not my fault. I insert yeah. it. I answer where it's supposed to be. So I was wondering about that only because like, so I, I'd listened to a couple of the episodes that you guys did while I uh, was in China and couldn't uh, jump on with you guys. And I noticed the thing I noticed was there was no commercial breaks. So yeah, I yeah. thought yeah. that was due to, uh, I, I usually listen on Apple podcast, the yeah. app for app. And I just assumed that was due to my geographical oh. location, but uh, okay. It sounds like there's launch, issues. Well, launch, it's launch pads thing. So, hmm. um, so yeah. There you go. Uh, how about we get some uh, Minnesota soccer history from Connor? Yeah. So um, it was. it's an interesting time right now in Minnesota soccer history because we've come to kind of a point where uh, it's a, a bit of limbo here. So the enti- basically when we get into October, um, it's kind of a, it's, it kind of goes into playoff season from summer soccer and the striker season for the, from the indoor leagues hasn't started up yet. So um, there's a lot less stats going on here, but I do have some, uh, including uh, September 27th, the only stats of uh, Minnesota soccer history on the September 27th came just last year uh, when United drew at home against Real Salt Lake, no, no. So that was a, that was a first. That was kind of weird. Um. <laughs> We're going to move on to September 28th, where uh, let's go to 2013, when United win against the San Antonio Scorpions 1-0. Scorpions. Yeah. That works. 2018, September 29, United win at home uh, 2-1 against NYCFC. That's kind of, I, I remember being at that game. That was a good one. Nice. Um. All right, we're going to go on to September 30th. Uh, which one shall we do here? All right, let's, uh, let's do 1998. Uh, September 30th, 1998, when the Thunder won leg two of their Western Conference final 2-1 uh, 
Uh, they won 4-2 on aggregate, aggregate and advanced to the uh, USL A-League quarter, uh, USL A-League championship where they played the Rochester Rhinos. Nice. Um, we're going to now moving into October. We're in October, guys. Oh. Um, October, October 1st, the only stat of the day, 2016. United lose 1-0 at home against the Jacksonville Armada. Jesus. Yeah. Not so hot. Good old Armada. Yeah. Mm. 1999, October 2nd. The Thunder won leg one of their USL A-League Western Conference Finals uh, 4-1 against the San Diego Flash. Oh, the Flash. Didn't yeah. Just, yeah, I think didn't we just have the flash? Yeah, I think yeah. we did. Yeah, I think we had the flash. I think we had a flash stats uh, last last show. Yeah, they didn't have thunderstorms in like San Diego, anyways. No, it's always su- no. seventy-five and sunny, seventy-two yeah. and sunny, seventy-two and sunny. Yeah, yeah. And they're not on the. I, I don't think they're technically on the San San Andreas Vault, so there's no earthquakes either. Yeah, nothing there. Yeah. Um. And moving on to today, October 20, October 3rd. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Uh, our very first season in the MLS, guys, United win 3-2 away at Atlanta United. Oh. Oh, the big the big rivalry. Yeah. Which has, like, died down now because yeah. we, well, don't, we haven't played Atlanta in a couple of we years. We have played them in a couple of years. Nobody's talking about which team is better anymore because Atlanta has gone through some shit this year. Yeah. And uh, I think last year, too. Didn't they go through some shit last year, too? Yeah. So they've ever since uh, Tata Martino left, uh, they've gone through Frank DeBoer and yeah. uh, and they've also gone through Gabriel Ainsley. Yeah. Ainsley, mm-hmm. I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who their coach is right now. Um, I think it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's the former manager of the uh, Chick-fil-A in Atlanta is the. Uh, is the uh, manager now? Very oh wow! Sure. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Yeah, they so pick somebody off though. Things really have gone downhill down mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That that was yeah, and that was crazy because you know just a couple years ago. I mean, I, yeah, it, I guess it ended a couple years ago because certainly when we made the trip down to Atlanta for the U.S. Open Cup final, obviously Atlanta was a strong club at that time, and mm-hmm. uh, but it, when it proceeded to go downhill shortly after that. Yep. So. I will say this, just a fun little fact here. So that that was one of three wins that Minnesota managed in 2017. Um, away wins, I should say. I'm sorry. Right. One yep. of three. So it was a significant victory at the time, especially the way Atlanta was playing for that whole year, mm-hmm. you know, you know, postseason and everything. So Minnesota is sitting on two away win, uh, wins right now, um, unfortunately, because they couldn't pull it out against Dallas. Uh, so do we think we'll eclipse that mark of three set in 2017? No. Mm, no. Nope. No. Not gonna happen. Then the question becomes if they don't, do they miss the playoffs because of that? Because maybe. you know, with the seven games left, you know, they're gonna have to probably win at least three, maybe four. It depends on I guess it everything depends on LAFC and, and Vancouver. Yeah. And we're Dave, this is gonna be the year we back ourselves into the playoffs. I mean, it I could. Highly, that's that's why it could happen. I, mean, I, I know believe Heath, that. Heath said prior to these games that you know, prior to the Houston game, he said he believed that that Minnesota would need five or six. I remember thinking that at the time that was a little bit high because you certainly can back your way into the playoffs. But I think his thought was, okay, if we want to guarantee ourselves a playoff spot, 
yeah. without having to back in, you would need five or six. So I, we're gonna that, that number is very much up in the air. And if they're going to, they aren't going to be able to hit that five or six num- number without, well, let's mm-hmm. call it four or five now because they did beat Houston, fortunately, at yeah. home. But to get to that four or five more wins in the next seven games, they're going to have to win a couple on the road. So we're, we're back. Yeah. In. We're back in it. Decision yeah. day. We're, we watch on decision day and what will happen is decision day. We'll uh, I think we play the galaxy. On we're day. in LA playing yep. the galaxy. Yeah. So and, that's uh, not very favorable. No. And we'll end up, we'll end up losing that game and then we'll have other games happening at the same time and other teams will end up losing. And then we'll somehow be in like seventh place and, Everybody yeah. be excited. We're in the playoffs and yeah. whatever. Well, the 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 uh, think if you think about it, if you look at the last seven games, we have four of them at home. We've got three of them on the road. Uh, our road game. Home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our road games are Austin, Vancouver, and LA Galaxy. Uh, our home games are Colorado, Philadelphia, LAFC, and Sporting KC. See, that's an interesting schedule because the home games are are fairly tough. You know, starting with mm-hmm. Colorado this weekend. Yeah. And no. the away games, you might at first glance, you might say, oh, they're they're at Austin, you know, currently sitting in last place in 13th place in, in the West. And you might say, OK, well, that's a win. Well, careful. Remember, Austin has came to Minnesota and beat Minnesota United. Um, I realized that was much earlier in the season. But, hey, it's, yeah. it's a club that obviously played well against Minnesota at Allianz field. So yes, you know, if you're going to pick out a road win, that's probably the one. And if you, well, if you, Dave, what, what state are Austin in Texas? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. it's, it's Texas. Yeah. So, you know, Oh, look, you can blame it on the weather. At least it's going to be October, you know, but oh, I, I blame it. Tough. And then, and then Vancouver, if you would have told, if we, if you would have rattled off those games a month ago or two months ago, I'd said, okay, yeah, Vancouver, they should be able to go out West you know, into Canada and beat Vancouver. But yeah, now all of a sudden Vancouver is on a surge and only one game off the playoff line behind Minnesota. So yeah, those road games. And then of course, ending it with the galaxy, those road games are not uh gimmies. That's for sure. No, not by any means. Um, before we get into the funny stories, guys, I did want to mention that uh, there's going to be an announcement from uh, commissioner Don Garber. Oh, that's uh, right. He'll be yeah. in town. I think it's, Tuesday. Tuesday, or Tuesday, he'll be in town. He's having a little announcement with the uh, mayors of uh, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and also our owner, uh, Dr. McGuire. And the rumor is, and I think this is going to happen, they're going to announce that we will have the All Star Game here in Minnesota next year. Uh, so, wouldn't that be wild? That'd be amazing. Oh, I will be at that game. I will be oh, at the All Star Game. And There's no I'll way I'm be, missing that game. Nope, I will be there. Uh, and I'll be having a good time. So, um, yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's true. It that looks like it is. I don't know what else they would possibly announce. If Don Garber is coming into town and announce something, it's gotta be a game coming up and all-star game makes the most sense. Especially. So, and what do you guys think of the format? I mean, I, I'd be shocked if you weren't a fan of it, at least what the, I'm assuming they're going to continue what they did this year and have Liga and play MLS. I love it, especially now that you're coming to this bigger leagues cup format starting yeah. Uh, in yeah. 2023, yeah. which and leading into the world cup in 2026. So, I mean, I love it for North American soccer. It's uh, I mean, we haven't talked about it and I mean, we could talk about it in length if we really wanted to at some point, but um, with this new tournament coming in, 
I think the deal is, let me know if I'm wrong, guys. None of the games in that tournament are going to be played in Mexico. They're going to be played here in the United States. Yeah. Which is, I get it. But then again, I'm like, that's not a real tournament then. If you're no, not playing no, any games no. in Mexico, what's the point of this tournament? I, yeah, I know what the I point agree. is, but, you know. I find it extremely disappointing um, as from a traveler like myself. I mean, some of the, some, when I first heard about this, I was like, Oh, that's incredible. I mean, there, I had a couple eyebrows raised just because of the month pause in the season and, you know, every team is involved and okay. Does it water it down a little bit? But the third thing maybe I thought about was the fact, Oh, how unique of an experience Mm -hmm. would it be to go down to wherever, pick a city in Mexico yeah, you know, and travel down to yeah. catch a Minnesota United match in Mexico. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, that sounds amazing. Just yeah, to, to yeah, go I to agree. travel to an international destination. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're talking Concacaf or 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 even Liga MX, and to you know to to be you know to travel for those games. That's part of the excitement, I think, in in that kind of a tournament. But no, mm-hmm. that's apparently not an option. At least for the first nope. year, we'll see what happens. But. Nope. And that's, uh, again, that's a sticking point with a lot of people uh, on social media about that. So um, we'll, we'll discuss, I'm sure we'll discuss this tournament uh, in, save detail, the off season. in detail when more, uh, uh, more facts are, are known about how it's going to work out and what they're going to do and all that type of stuff. So um, guys, two funny stories today. Which one do you guys want to hear first? Uh, drunken guy in the woods or lady who uh is a felon because she forgot to return something 20 years ago mm, that's a tough call let's go with a lady who's in a felon because oh, yeah. she forgot to return something 20 years ago because i'm yep. sure yeah, it's a book yeah it's not a book Dave. it's oh. not a seinfeld episode it's not a book. Mm. uh woman faces felony charges for forgetting to return sabrina the teenage witch vhs tape 20 years ago Wait a minute. Right off the bat. Felony charges? No, no. Yeah, it, it, it's, really, it's true. Uh, a woman in Texas received a nasty shock while trying to update her married name. So she had gotten married trying to update it. Uh, she was a criminal for a crime she didn't even remember committing. In fact, she was guilty of a crime most people of a certain age have probably committed. 20 years ago, she forgot to return a VHS tape. Um, Karen McBride made the discovery during a trip to DMV. She had moved to Texas, got married, needed to update her information. She went to change her driver's license during the COVID thing. You had to make an appointment. They told me that she had an issue in Oklahoma. Uh, she was shocked. Uh, she called the number DMV gave her. I was connected to the Cleveland County District Attorney's Office during the conversation. McBride was floored to learn that she was a wanted felon. Um, the first thing they told her was that it was felony embezzlement. Though she thought she was having a heart attack. Then she learned what crime she had committed. She, t- she told me it was over the VHS tape. I had to make her repeat it because I thought this is insane. The girl is kidding me, right? She wasn't kidding. Uh, I guess what had happened was. Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop there. Mm-hmm. Felony embezzlement. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how did they connect the dots there? I wonder. Well, because she had not returned the a VHS tape. And so. But. but a According to court records, uh, she was charged in March of 2000 for felony embezzlement of rented property. So I guess if you keep rented property, it's called felony embezzlement. Uh, 
The charges stated that McBride did willfully, unlawfully, and feloniously embezzle a certain one video cassette tape, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, of the value of $58.59. See, I mean, I guess that's that's a problem I would have. It's it's the value. You know, there should be, you know, you know, if it should be, it shouldn't or shouldn't be a felony based on, yes, whether it's embezzlement, whatever you want to call it, um, or stealing, whatever, but it should be. You would think there'd be the fresh, the you know, if it's less than say, oh, I don't know, a hundred dollars, it would fall out of that category, and maybe just a gross yeah. misdemeanor or something like but that. It gets, but guys, uh, it gets better, guys. Oh, because okay. um, a she was shocked. Uh, she doesn't remember ever renting the VHS cassette, but she didn't even like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, so she doesn't like that. She didn't like that show back in the day. Oh, who doesn't like Sabrina the Teenage well, Witch? I didn't like. It. Um, but then she remembered in 1999, she had a roommate. I live with a young man. This was over 20 years ago. He had two kids, daughters that were eight and 10. And I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. In fact, the more she thought about it, the more other parts of her life seems to suddenly make sense. Since 1999, she had been fired from a handful of jobs. Her employers have never given her a reason. Now she thinks that her criminal background is why. When they ran my criminal background check, all they're seeing is these two words, fel- felony embezzlement. And uh, so think about it, guys. She probably had some jobs where they ran her criminal record, saw felony embezzlement, and thought she'd embezzled, embezzled money from a job she was at, and they fired her. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I mean, mean, that it makes sense based on their history. But yeah, at least with that one, there should at least be an asterisk next yeah. to felony embezzlement and say, right. Or, you know, not returning Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, right. At least be an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Should be kind of some kind of underlying comment that says, yeah, uh, uh, felony embezzlement, mm-hmm. uh, stole a VHS tape, didn't bring mm-hmm. it back. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. It, it's not, this should not be felony, but uh, she, well, uh, you know, this is, this is a lot like the red card. You know, you got it. It's hard to prove intent. Like, did she, did she knowingly steal that, no. that VHS tape or she did even, she just forget? She even know about it. But, but, you know, how do we know? How do we know that's the truth? But the, the crazy thing is, of course, the store where she rent, where it was rented uh, closed in 2008 because it was a blockbuster. Uh, wow. And they declared bankruptcy in 2010. So whatever. Uh, however, she is not alone in this. Uh, another short story, guys. Uh it looks like in 2016, a North Carolina man was arrested for failing to return a VHS cassette he rented in uh, 20, uh, 2002. Uh, the VHS tape was Freddie Got Fingered. Uh-huh. Oh, with Tom Green? Yeah, that that great that great movie. Yeah, I'll never forget that movie. I'm yeah. gonna, that's on. That's probably my. That's in my top three. Of really, movie. really, sure. really. Yeah. Freddie Got Fingered is your top. Oh, man. I'm not saying my favorite but it's there's definitely a, in the top three there's a lot about you there's a lot about you yeah i've never seen it yeah, it's it's not a it's not a classic movie it's uh yeah, yeah it's terrible uh, yeah it terrible so, is in the one of the best movies ever made but yeah opinions so apparently this guy got pulled over and the officer ran his record and said hey you're wanted for felony theft uh Apparently, you didn't return. Freddie got fingered back in the day, and the officer was like laughing about it, and so uh, he had to deal with it. But uh, 
Yeah, yeah it's guys. amazing. I mean, but, it's more it's more sad than funny, but it's amazing how laws like that can fall into the cracks, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak. How how things like that can happen because obviously everyone, I'm hopefully everyone would agree that she is not deserving of a felony. No, you know, no charge no. against her. So no. how does that fall through the cracks? It's really pretty crazy. Well, yeah, I don't understand how the word felony would be connected with with a with it like that it, in the. Like, no. that really that messes obviously tony like you mentioned it it might have been the reason she was did not get either a position or got fired from a job yeah. but i mean a felony next to your record that does more than just prevent you from finding a job it you know yeah. technically like say in the state of minnesota where we record you can't if you're a felon you can't vote there's a lot of things exactly you right do you yeah yeah own a gun um oh. there's a lot of things you can't do i know it varies state by state but yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's significant and it's really unfortunate i can't imagine being in that situation that's it's a it's a nutty nutty situation so if anybody out there any of your listeners out there have uh, old vhs tapes that they've kept from blockbuster you might be a felon i still have my blockbuster card i'm gonna actually so, maybe i'll have to pull that up online and just check my you should probably check status. your check your status because you might be a felon. I remember renting a game. I actually rented a FIFA game mm-hmm. in like 2010 or 2011 from Blockbuster, and I never brought it back. But what mm. they ended up, but but that what they ended up doing there was they just charged. They just charged me. Mm-hmm. They just charged me for uh, for the for the whole game, uh, sixty bucks. Yeah, and they and, and again they'll they'll do that. They used. To, I remember that happened to me once with a uh, I think it was a DVD or something like that. And they send you a bill for it. Right. Um, and, but then I'm, I'm thinking what happened with this lady is she, she, she never got a bill or they sent the bill and whatever, and she never paid it. So then they went, it, sent it to wherever, you know, I mean, there's, there's gotta be more people out there like this. There's gotta be a ton of people who are felons because they didn't return a VHS tape. So, um, Moving on from uh, somebody who's a felon to somebody who's a drunk, guys. Um, this is a story of a missing man uh, in Turkey uh, who, uh, here's the deal, guys. He, him and his buddies went out drinking in the woods. And who hasn't gone out with their buddies drinking in the woods? I mean, you know, uh, when you're in your early 20s, you know, whatever. But this guy is 50, uh, so a little old to be drinking in the woods, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's the partying age in Turkey. I don't yeah, know. potentially. Uh, Behan Mutlu, I think that's his name. He had been drinking with friends on Tuesday when he wandered into the forest in Bursa province. So he was drinking with his buddies and then he wandered in the forest, right? Drunken wandering. Uh, when he failed to return, his wife and friends alerted local authorities and a search party was sent out. Uh, Mr. Mutlu, 50, then stumbled across a search party and decided to join them. Uh, but when members of the search party began calling out his name, he replied, I'm here. here. <laughs> so he, he was taken beside by one of the rescuer workers and give to give a statement. He said, don't punish me too harshly, officer. My fam- my father will kill me. His dad's like 75, probably. Yeah. Police then drove Mr. Mutlu home. It was not clear if he was going to f- be given a fine. So <laughs> this guy... I heard about this story actually. This is this is funny. It's like, uh, didn't he 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 kind of held back a little bit when when they yeah. realized his name. He was like, yeah. "Oh shit, what's yeah. going on?" 
Yeah, but think about this for a second, right? You 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 get drunk and you're you wander into the woods, okay? And then there's a search party that comes up upon your drunk, your your you know whatever, and you're like, well, I'll join the search party because they're obviously looking for somebody who's been missing, right? And then they're looking for you. I mean, how, <laughs> how that's so random. Well, it is Didn't random. Like- now, when you say drinking in the woods, I could envision mm-hmm. this as okay, we're out at it in our cabin. We're mm-hmm. camping, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, and you just start having too good of a time. You maybe wander off, fall out, fall asleep or pass, pass out. That's probably what happened. Yeah. You and probably... then you wake up feeling fine. And then you're just kind yeah. of wandering around and you're, you're still kind of maybe hung over still in that kind of buzz state. And you see a bunch mm-hmm. of people kind of hanging out and like, oh, what's this? I mean, I could see how that part could happen. So he's the people just hanging out in the woods are like, hey, guys, what's up? I it's been sleeping he for should a while. Feel, he should feel lucky that, you know, he has a bunch of people, family, apparently a dad that really uh, cares for him. And so they yeah. were worried about him being missing just, you know, about hours, you know, literally hours after he went missing. So, yeah, Didn't who they, knows? Maybe this is not something he does very often. But yeah. Didn't he try to tell them to and they wouldn't believe him at first? I'm going to see that in the story, was, but maybe it was. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, they're yeah. like, no, nah, you're not that guy. Nah, nah. Why would you come on? I mean, I get it, you know, being drunk in the woods and maybe you've got you know, got lost. You gotta go take a piss somewhere and you know, whatever. But uh I mean, dude, he could I mean he seriously could have gotten very injured uh wandering in the woods drunk. Uh there's probably bears there in Turkey. Is there, there's bears in Turkey. I'm I, sure I there don't are. Know. Bears in Turkey, maybe uh some other Probably some like the big animals like wolves. I've never, I've never seen a bear in Turkey. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Turkey either. So, yeah, again, well, I haven't either. But I've been to Turkey, but I never went to the woods. So yeah. I would. Yes, I like my in my mind. I mean, I know it's a big Turkey's a big big country. I I I mean, I it seems to me there's a lot of desert and mountains, but uh, yeah, there must be some obviously forest as well. Yeah. yeah, and let's see. Let's make sure that there's. Oh, they do. They have brown bears in Turkey, and they have oh. three species of gray wolves. Oh, oh. okay. So this, they definitely have that. Uh, this, you know, this, woods and forest. Yeah, this guy could have easily. I mean, think about it. A brown bear comes upon a guy sleeping, a drunk guy sleeping. You think he's just, just leave him alone? Be like, mm, yeah, I'll just walk away. No, no. That brown bear would get him. So, yeah. So he's lucky to be alive, um, and he's back. And I don't think he'll be fine or anything like that. I'm sure his wife is happy that he's back. So, or maybe she's not. Maybe he does this all the time, and you know, not a good thing. So, um, so that's that, guys. Anything else before we get the hell out of here? No, I, I think. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I don't have anything. Um. Oh, actually. There is one more thing. Um, I, I just so everyone knows, uh, for our listeners, I might be taking a step back uh, from this for a little while because my wife is due this month. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So, um, so there may be a couple episodes where I'm I'm not on because I will have a new baby boy mm-hmm. uh, here, and mm-hmm. well, yeah, just uh, letting you know that. Uh, I mean, it literally we had her we had her thirty seven week appointments on. Uh, on Friday, so he literally could come any day now. 
Yeah. So yeah. And, uh, well, that great. that is a lot more exciting news than you know, a lot more exciting than you know, following the Minnesota United down the stretch of their uh, playoff run here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely more exciting. Playoff run, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, Connor, we will have uh, a, a very uh, familiar voice back on this podcast for, for uh, I don't know how many podcasts or what the deal is, but uh, our friend uh, David has uh, reached out and said he wants to come back on this show semi-regularly. So um, at his new digs down in Florida. So He'll be back at some point once you get settled in. And uh, yeah, so a lot of uh, this month's going to be a little crazy with uh, playoff time and think for the playoffs and babies and all kinds of stuff. So yep. um, did want to say uh, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, special scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Myself, Tony, for Dave and Connor. We'll talk to you guys next week. Balloons. <laughs>